Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. And here we go, Armed American Radio's Daily Defense from AAR Ranch here in the Six Hour Studios. Daniel Defense. What did I say, Daniel Defense? I got all messed up. Six Hour Studios here at AAR Ranch. Daniel Defense microphone powered up. It's been a day. Like this today, ladies and gentlemen, it's all being presented to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. Welcome in. We are trying to reach our guest, congressional candidate Craig Deleuze, try to get him on the line. Hopefully we can. We've had some massive changes go on just in the last couple minutes. It happens on live radio with some schedule shifts. We were uh, looking forward to having Kevin Sterrett from Oregon Firearms Federation on in the second hour of the broadcast today. But we have to push that off till tomorrow because the second hour will be an encore for you, uh, if you're listening to podcasts, it will be an encore for you. But uh, Greg in Dallas, Texas, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. All right. Wow. A lot of last second changes there, <laughs> yeah, right? I, I mean, just, wow. Talk about live radio happening in real time. Sometimes I'm a one arm really paper hanger over here. <laughs> With no legs, no needless <laughs> to say. That makes it even harder. So I understand we have Craig on the phone. Before we, we go to Craig, would you be kind enough, please, to tell people where to go to watch the show in high definition? to listen to the show should they choose to do it there on their apps, which is great, and to participate in the chat. Uh, yeah, sure. If you'd like to watch the show and do all the other things, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you'll see the menu icon. Just give that a slap, and when that window opens up, you can select that Watch Live option, the Listen Live option, or the podcast link. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, just head on over to that shop link and pick you something nice up over there. And if you'd like to join our live chat, all you have to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Yeah, and that'll do it. That'll get you in. Now, let's go right to our guest, Craig Deleuze, out in California. Craig, I'm so sorry, but I have to do it. <laughs> I, I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Man. I don't mean okay, to. Man. I don't mean to insult you, man. But you have your backs well, against the wall out I, there, you know. I, and it is California. Well, you know what I will tell you. I always say on my on my show. I always say, you know, we're on on the. Uh, uh, I always say behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. So, the Sierras. <laughs> well, you are behind the Iron Curtain, man. Does it ever? I mean, honestly, you brought it up. Does it feel like that? No, because you get out. It's not like you're locked well, into California. You get out. You, yeah. Well, exactly. First of all, you know, I get the opportunity because of the nature of what I do. I get a chance to deal with patriots all across the country. But also understand that there is a significant resistance here within 
within the state of California. And as, as I always tell people, there are there are more gun owners in California than any other state in the nation. There's also more conservatives than any other state in the nation. We just happen to be, uh, well, highly outnumbered by the number of liberal <laughs> uh, gun-hating folks <laughs> in the state. Well, outnumbered, I guess, is, is an understatement. Although, is it? Let's let's go well, there. Here, are you outnumbered? Well, I don't know that you are. Well, so there's there's a, there's a couple of different ways to look at it. The first thing is is that the the number of people who actually are on the far left who are actually anti-gun are probably significant. Who are who are aggressively uh, anti-Second Amendment are probably in a significant minority. The problem is is that they tend to be the loudest. They tend yeah. to be they tend to be loud. They tend to be very very uh, very very engaged. Uh, the challenge we also have within the gun owning community is you have those who are uh, active and involved in in our in our fundamental right to keep and bear arms, and then you have those who own firearms but really are not engaged. They're not what I would consider to be quote unquote pro gun. They are either just not involved in it, or they have fallen for the line of you know reasonable or common sense gun laws. Uh, not even realizing in many cases that a lot of the the most sought after uh, uh, whacked out laws that that other states are trying to impose, we actually already have here in California. Does would the national we, you know, we saw an NBC poll a few weeks back, which I'm sure you're familiar with, that showed between 52 and 57 percent of American homes have a gun in it. Does that hold true for California as well? Because if that's the case, the majority of California homes are gun-owning homes. And I would venture to say in the most populous state in the nation, that's probably true. I just think some of those gun owners are a lot quieter. Well, once again, I think there's a difference between being a gun owner and being pro-Second Amendment. Uh, There are many people on the left, and I'll tell you, it's an interesting thing. When I worked in the state legislature, uh, when I I was lobbying on a full-time basis as well, I would get Democratic staffers, people who were in the Democratic caucus who would want to come up and brag to me and talk to me, you know, kind of on the down low about, you know, the guns that they owned and how how they supported. They, they, they like the idea of being able to, to, to go shooting and stuff like that. But they, it was something that they dare not say out loud to other individuals. They dare not say it in the midst of their caucus meetings or amongst their coworkers. Well, because then they would uh, they would more than likely be be shunned. And then the other issue, though, was is that there are many on the, on the left who think, well, I am smart enough. I am sophisticated enough. As a member of the elite, I'm the sort of person who should be yeah. able to yeah. own a firearm. There are many who are, you know, some of those hateful MAGA, you know, MAGA Republicans who, you know, they're just a little too, you know, inbred and dangerous to be able to own and possess firearms. So their attitude is more of a owning a firearm is a privilege as opposed to a right. And it's generally a privilege, a privilege that should be reserved for them uh, and their elite ilk. And they're OK in California. And I say in California because this is this is a broad spectrum. I'm, I'm, I'm painting with a broad brush here. OK, but we know there's a lot of gun owners out there that are Democrats. That's a growing majority, not a growing majority, mm-hmm. but it's a growing demographic within the majority of gun owners in the country, black Americans. We know there's a lot of liberals that own guns. And I have a feeling when you and you're right, when those people view it as a privilege and they have a gun because they can, because they're allowed, because they're elitist, whatever that mentality is, whatever 
whatever angle they're attacking it from, they're okay with going through the process in California, the 10-day wait, all the nuances, all the hoops they got to jump through, because that's okay to them. So they'll continue to support gun control even though they're gun owners, right? Well, yes and no, because there are, there are some like that, but there are some who didn't realize who didn't realize the level of bureaucracy and and the, and the violation and the delaying of the fundamental right until they went to purchase a firearm during COVID. COVID woke a lot of people's eyes up when all of a sudden you couldn't find ammo anywhere. When all of a sudden you had to, not only did you, not only were they not processing, I mean, we had a, a 10 day waiting period, but they were, they were taking 30 days, 60 days, 90 days to process people's background checks. Uh, they, and, and you had the California department of justice just decide yeah, we're just we're we're gonna do it when we do. We're gonna get to it when we get to it. Um, they when they didn't realize that. Yeah, no, you have to have do a background check for the ammo. They didn't realize that you have to take a a test. They didn't realize that how poorly the 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 system uh, that goes into purchasing firearms. They didn't realize how poorly uh, the the software was for it, and it and it often kept often crashing uh, when people were trying to purchase firearms. I mean. It was a real wake-up call for a lot of uh, not engaged but desiring to purchase a firearm uh, individuals. And uh, all of a sudden, there were real, many of them, who were people who I knew, were, were they're like, is this normal? And I said, I said, yeah, this is, this is how they treat <laughs> gun owners in the state of California. Welcome to the world, right? The, I guess it goes back to what you said at the outset. And that is, you know, they're afraid to say the quiet part out loud. Those people, are, are they willing to talk about it? Or how many of them are being turned? I, I know there's really no answer to that. You can't say, well, six out of ten are willing to talk about it now because now they know what they have to go through. Clearly, there's people whose minds have been changed in California. We just don't know what that number looks like. And maybe it manifests itself in upcoming elections. Is that possible? Could we see well, it, it, it later it, in 2024? It, 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 it could be, and because a lot of it comes just comes down to once again, these are usually folks who are not politically involved, not politically engaged, and so the key is, what are we doing to engage them? What oh, are we yes. in the gun rights community doing to reach out to average everyday people and communicate to them, not in a way, not not. I mean, you know, we those of us who have been active and engaged in the gun rights community, uh, you know, we're very much we're we're we sometimes can be both hyper-technical and hyper-energetic in our communications. And we don't necessarily come down to the level, when I say come down to the level, I mean at the basic level of understanding the level of inconvenience that people who just want to keep themselves safe uh, are at and communicate about how some of these laws and how, how important it is to have people or have laws that are going to allow them to protect themselves, help them to understand that it's important to have people in the legislature or in government who believe that and recognize that's that fundamental right. Craig, when we come back, we've got a lot to talk with you about, lots to talk with you about. I want to get your viewpoints on SB2. I want to talk about your congressional campaign, all kinds of fun stuff. Craig Deleuze out in California behind the Iron Curtain is going to lay it on the line for us. We'll be right back with Craig. Don't go away.
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Yes, that's what Daniel Defense is, freedom, passion, and precision. I've been to that manufacturing facility more times than I can count, and you can smell the freedom when you walk in there. If you've ever smelled the air in a manufacturing facility that is manufacturing the tools of freedom, you know what I'm talking about. If not, I highly recommend you give it a shot. Welcome back inside AAR Ranch's Sig Sauer Studios here on dozens and dozens of radio stations across the nation. All of this is being brought to you by The Great X Insurance. I am Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today in this hour of the broadcast in front of the Daniel Defense powerful and platinum microphone. Let's go back to our guest, Craig Deleuze. Craig, welcome back. Let's talk before I go back into California behind the Iron Curtain, SB2, why your governor and I, your governor, I even hate to say that to you about Newsom, but, it, you know, it is what it is, why he was meeting with Clinton. I want to get some predictions from you for 2024. I want to cover a lot of ground with you. But before I do that, please tell us about your congressional campaign. And then I want to bring up a couple Instagram posts that you put out there because they're incredibly disheartening to see in American cities, particularly in California. But let's start with your congressional campaign. Tell us what's going on and where we can find you there. Well, so I'm uh, I'm running for Congress representing the 6th Congressional District. Uh, that's located in Northern California. Actually, it's in the suburban part of Sacramento County, where which is the state capital. Uh, it is a, what do we call a purple district? It's a D plus seven, meaning there's 7% more Democrats than Republicans. That may sound ominous, but that's actually a very, very good number. Especially Wait, say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Yeah. So it's D plus seven, meaning there are there are about seven percent more registered Democrats than Republicans, uh, which sounds kind of ominous. It sounds like, wow, OK, well, how are you going to win if that's the case? Well, a couple of differences. Number one. We know that Demo- we know the Republicans tend to show up in greater numbers than, than Democrats do when it comes to voting, especially uh, when there's nothing really on the ballot for Democrats to be voting for. So, number one in this district, we're all, we're, we're already believe that we're going to have a registration just because of registration. We're going to have a, a, a numbers turnout. So we already believe we're going to have a good opportunity to get to get out there for that. The other thing that we need to focus on uh, coming up here is. There's a huge decline to state population in this district. I mean, huge. It's it put it this way: there are more decline to state voters in this district than there are Republicans. So that gives you an idea. And in California, decline to states also tend to break two to one towards the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, you add that to the fact that uh, where I am currently elected and been elected to the school board for t- almost 20 years is in the most liberal part of the district. So I've got a solid reputation working with the media, working within the education community and the business community in the area that should be his his foundation, his base. Um, they just redrew the districts, and so this is actually a relatively new district for him. In fact, he doesn't even really live, not really, he doesn't live in the district. Uh, his base is Elk Grove, which is the southern part of the county, and we're in the northern part of the county. So we have a real opportunity here. Uh, Ami Berra is, he's not one of your more bombastic uh, Democrats. You know, he, he doesn't spend a lot of time talking about MAGA Republicans or this, that, or the other. But what you have to look at with him is you have to look at how he votes and how he votes Almost every single time he votes against our right to keep and bear arms, he votes against parental rights, he votes to increase spending, he votes to increase taxes. Uh, on just about every issue that you and I would agree on, he disagrees with us on. 
Um, and by the way, tends to disagree with most of the voters within his district. The biggest challenge is they just don't know it. Hmm. Let me. Oh, there's a lot to unpack there. Let me start with this. Mm-hmm. Population decline in California right now. The state is losing residents by the hundreds of thousands. And I have theorized that let's take maybe Idaho. Let's take Arizona. We all know what happened to Arizona over the previous 15 to 20 years. Where a lot of California residents leaving and going to Arizona. They basically turned that state kind of blue, right? At the very least, very purple. Is that you would agree with that? I would I would definitely agree with that. And we're seeing that a lot of Idaho residents are saying, stay out of Idaho. We don't want you here. They're even saying that about California Republicans. A report was out a couple weeks ago. And I would I would argue that I would say, no, you want them there. But we could go both ways on that. But if, in fact, that's true. Now, what you have in Arizona, and I've, I've mentioned this to a lot of Arizona residents before, uh, one of them sitting in Congress right now. Now that you have a lot of Republicans fleeing California, it's almost like we've reached that law of diminishing returns. The Democrats that are going to stay are staying. Now you've got conservatives leaving going to Arizona, which is very likely, and this is what my theory has been, is very likely to turn Arizona back red. But what is that doing to California? Is that cementing a never again red California ever again with conservatives fleeing? Is it making it worse for you as a wannabe representative or gun owner in general? Well, here, here's what I'll tell you. It's one of those things you, you've heard the saying, it, it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's what it's done. And, and, and I say that to say this. The more that the Democratic Party is free to institute and pass all sorts of uh, uh, anti-free free enterprise, uh, anti-free economy, anti-free market, uh, anti-family, anti-God, anti, anti-constitutional rights laws, the more rational people are waking up and they're saying, wait a minute, this, 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 is, this, is, not, this is not working. And, and I'll give you an example. The barbershop where I go to, it's in the middle of a community called Del Paso Heights. It is in the middle of the hood. It is one of the most democratic areas in the entire part in the entire city of Sacramento. Yet in that barber shop, every single one of those barbers to a person and half the clientele has said they're voting for Donald Trump in the upcoming mm-hmm. election. Because they've seen what happened, what they've seen what uh uh they've seen what Joe Biden has done. They've seen what they've the seen your Instagram like. posts is what they've seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're watching it. disintegrate, Just like they're watching him disintegrate in front of their eyes. They're watching, they're watching uh, their community disintegrate in front of their eyes. Now the big challenge is, is getting them to see that, no, it's not just, it's not just Joe Biden. It's, yeah. it's, it's their legislators. It's their Congress people. It's their governor. It's those are the very people who are doing the thing that are causing these things to happen. In fact, they are probably more responsible for it than those who are uh, than than than, uh, than than the president of the United States is. So let me go to that Instagram post. There, there's a lot going on with that. Let's just say the, the last one that I, the one that I'm referring to, and you had great music to it. It was really something. Was the garbage, the homelessness, the trash on the streets, and mm-hmm. a very blatant post from you running for office. This is what this is what's happening to California. Now, what does that have to do with guns, ladies and gentlemen? It has everything to do with guns, because enough people are fed up enough with that. They're now scared. Crime is on the increase as a result of what Craig posted. 
And it's not just happening in, in California. It's happening in Democrat-run cities across this country. And we're getting ready to take a break. So I'll set it up with this, Craig. And when we come back, we'll finish the conversation. But it has everything to do with guns because that's a large reason, a majority reason, why so many people are purchasing guns because of that. The question is, are enough people waking up coming into 2024? And I don't know that we really, I guess we won't know that until it manifests itself after the election. But you have your finger on the pulse. So I'll phrase it this way. When we come back, we'll talk about increasing crime in California as a result of those Democrat policies and some of the solutions that Craig has for it. If you live in California, you want to be paying attention to this race, even if you don't live in the 6th District. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, guys, uh, speaking of Defender Coffee, I had my traditional morning Defender Coffee today, but in a form that I haven't ever had before. What I mean by that is I got a couple bags delivered a couple days ago from Defender Coffee. And in it were four of the K-Cup. I guess you call them K-Cups, Greg, over in Dallas, Texas. You call those things the K-Cups, little cups? Yeah, I call them pods, but uh, K-Cup The pods, works. whatever yep. you want to call them, K-Cups, yep. whatever. I happen to have one of those little K-Cup things in the studio. Okay. And I just haven't been, haven't been using it a lot. You know, I just make it, you know, make, usually make a pot of it in the morning, something sure. like that, and dip into it throughout the day. But uh, that gave me the incentive to clean that thing up today, and I took it in and made one of those little pods, and it was great. Uh, I enjoy so, it. Yeah, it's very convenient, I will tell you that. So the Liberty Roast was sent to me, so you can now get Defender Coffee in those little pods. Sweet. So make sure to visit. It's very convenient. Make sure to visit DefenderCoffee.com, and every time you drink Defender Coffee, you support the Second Amendment. How do you drink coffee and support the Second Amendment? It's easy, with every sip, because a portion of the profits, in my case, I send to the Second Amendment Foundation. So that's a win-win-win. It's a win for me. It's a win for the Second Amendment Foundation. It's a win for Defender Coffee. And it's a win for the Second Amendment. So it's a win, 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 win all the way around. Drink coffee, support the Second Amendment. Use the AAR promo code. Make sure to go out of your way to visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. The time of year is perfect. If you need some firewood, I'll tell you right now, Cutting Edge Firewood has you covered. The best out there. Bar none. Cuttingedgefirewood.com. Build a fire. Smoke some food. Support the Second Amendment. See how that wins? That's how all that works. Craig Deleuze, welcome back, my brother. Back into the weeds on that Instagram post, which was incredibly graphic, I have to say. Uh, not anything I'm not accustomed to seeing. I've, I see this stuff all the time. But it disgusts me when I see this. You and I talked not long ago on my show, and I was in California not too long ago. And, I, uh, Craig, I felt like I was in another country. I felt like I needed a passport. I'd spent a lot of time in California over the years, going back a number of years. I've never seen it like that. And here I'm witnessing this, you know, row after row after row of tents and garbage and trash. And I'm thinking, what world am I in? What is happening? Now, you're out there every day. And it's like somebody gaining weight, right? If you see that person every day, maybe a year later, you go, wow, that person's put on weight. But you don't see it every day. Are you guys in California seeing it? Are you noticing it? Did it just get to a point where you went, what the hell is happening here? 
We still got Craig? I still Sorry have about that. Yeah, you go. Sorry there you go. That's okay. Were you able to hear the question? Yes, yes, I was. Yes, okay. I was. So it started with the pandemic and this kind of exploded from there. Um, during the pandemic, California offered a whole lot of resources and money and this, that, and the other for the homeless. And it literally attracted people from all over. And then uh, and then the worst part about it was that you started to see it happening in cities and downtown and it's in the downtown area. Then it started hitting the parks and our and our I mean, parks like across the street from schools. I mean, you have kids who are trying you have kids who are trying yeah, to walk to school who are walking and stepping over the very some of the very stuff that you saw that are in that video. And, I, you know, I apologize to anyone who watches that stuff, but I, you need to understand that that's what. That's what people in many cities, and not not just cities, many suburbs are right. dealing with on the regular now, and and it's one of those things where if you don't see it, if you don't show the graphic stuff, I hate to say it, people won't believe that it's true. They won't believe that it's happening. So, uh, I, I am of the mind. Look, let's make sure people know and understand and they see because when you see it and when you're disgusted, that is what is going to lead you to then take action. I hope you're right, and I believe that you're right. Because I don't believe fake news. I believe, and I believe Americans are, are believing what's happening to their wallet, which is a lot lighter. I believe, I mean, we can put everything back on the wallet, right? I mean, I believe people are feeling that. People are seeing. I'm not, certainly I'm not the only one that's paying more for gas. And by that, I mean natural gas for my home, gas for my car. I'm not the only yeah. one that's paying $24 for one steak. I'm not the only one that goes to Costco and puts nine items in a bag or in a, in a shopping cart, and it's just shy of 100 bucks. I'm not the only one feeling that. So when the, when the government and Biden and the rest of these people tell you that you're not really paying attention, you feel these things. And I have to believe California feels that. Now, let's pivot this to crime, because everything that you put in that video is leading to higher crime rates in California. Is that true? Most definitely. And, and the worst part about it is, is that when they, the, the challenge is that when they are not actually enforcing the crime, when they're not enforcing the law, well, then there's no, if there's no consequences, then all it does is add on to it. I mean, think about this. In the state of California, if you're walking down the street with your dog and your dog defecates on the sidewalk, a cop can give you a ticket. If, if someone is walking down the street, a homeless person is walking down the streets, stops and defecates on the sidewalk, oh, well. That person is unhoused. Let's be let's be politically correct. <laughs> unhoused okay. people are allowed politically to defecate on this. To me, absolutely not. I, I say that facetiously, obviously, but no, it, it is it leads to crime and crime increases in crime, ladies and gentlemen, in California and particular other Democrat. And we are seeing this across the board is leading to more gun ownership in this country. Another fair statement? Oh, most definitely. It, it was it was the crime lit from the George Floyd riots that led people that led for the run led on the run on ammunition and firearms uh, in, in 2000. And we have yet to catch up in the state of California in terms of being able to find affordable, but being able to find ammo or firearms since. And now let's talk about affordability in California. Because that crime rate, well, I don't want to tie that, then that's going to take us. I want to, I want to drive this conversation to SB2 because that's been put on hold now at least until April. 
but it's that increase in crime that people are feeling. It's not just their wallets they're feeling, but in places like Los Angeles, Sacramento, uh, San Francisco, et cetera, where, where people are seeing this. And as you said, it's, it's getting out into the suburbs. People are feeling it. They're purchasing firearms because they want to be able to defend themselves. And all demographics are increasing in firearms ownership. Now we come to California where they're trying to take away in that Bruin, post-Bruin tantrum that they're throwing the right to carry a gun in places in California where if you've had a permit in California, you've always been able to enjoy carrying, right? Well, exactly. And it, it is, for example, we could never carry in schools. They actually, let me clarify, as before, after 2016, we were no longer able to carry on, on, uh, on college campuses or on educational mm-hmm. institutions. But now you can't carry in church. You can't carry in any in any government building, and and you can't carry. These, these are the ones that are most outrageous. Uh, you cannot carry in any park. Uh, well, what exactly constitutes a park? You can't carry. Uh, you can't carry at any gathering. Well, what constitutes a gathering, and what constitutes attending a gathering? You could be driving by a gathering. Does that mean you're carrying? Does that mean that you are now breaking the law? And here's yes. the, you know, you're not allowed to, as I already said, church, uh, you're not allowed to carry in any establishment that, uh, that sells alcohol, even if it's tangential. So even if it's like a, a, a restaurant that happens to have a bar, nope, can't carry in there. But the other thing is, is that it used to be if someone had a business that did not allow firearms, they had to put a sign saying we do not allow firearms. Now you cannot carry in that business unless they have a sign that says that you can carry firearms, which in essence makes just about every business that doesn't have a sign. Yeah. Uh, it makes it so that you can you cannot carry in those businesses. It makes it so you really can't carry anywhere in public. Oh, and I almost forgot. Uh, no public transportation either. All right. So unless you can me... afford a car. Right. And that's getting that's getting out of reach in California as well, too. So, Craig, I'll say this before we go to the final break. Next time you're in Georgia, and I hope it's soon, you and I will strap up openly and I will take you to my local watering hole where we will sit at the bar and I will order you your favorite whiskey cocktail of your choice. I'm buying and the only questions you're going to get from the bartender are, do you want rock cube ice in that? And is that a SIG? Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, live from AAR Ranch, continues here in the SIG Sauer Studios in front of the Daniel Defense microphone. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. We have one more segment to go with Craig DeLuce. Don't go away. It'll be a good one. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, back to the show. Final segment already. I hope you were strapped in, ladies and gentlemen. These these hours on Armed American Radio just fly right by. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here at the AARN. Six Hour Studios, Daniel Defense, Mike X Insurance presenting it all. We're talking with Craig DeLuz. Congressional 6th District candidate out in California. Craig, welcome back, my friend. Now, before we get started again to wrap up this hour, will, will I be seeing you at SHOT Show in about 10 days? I will be at SHOT Show. In fact, okay, we're good. hosting uh, the, the rundown. We're going to be hosting our uh, SHOT Show kickoff at the Hofbrau House. want to encourage folks, if you're in Vegas, come on out. I've been there before. 
I'll oh, yeah. at that. It will be a lot of it will be a lot of fun. We will have we will have a good time. Y'all are invited. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens at the Hofbrau House stays at the Hofbrau House, and the Hofbrau House is in Vegas. You guys get the idea, right? No, it's right. it's a lot of fun. You have that at, is it, at the Hofbrau House. It's There's a lot of military uh, veterans there at the Hofbrau House. That's a great party. So if anybody's listening that's going to be there, uh, Craig, tell people when and where. Let's get that out there. Uh, it's going to be Monday the 22nd. Uh, it's going to start, I think, at about 6 p.m., 6 or 7 p- 6 p.m. And once again, going to be at the Hofbrau House. I do not have the exact address. Uh, but it, you can obviously Google. You can obviously Google the Hofbrau House there in uh, there in Vegas. Well, you better get there early because you know how it is in Vegas. The party will be over by eight p.m. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you believe that? I'm going to sell you the bridge over the River Kwai in Kansas City. That's for sure. No, it's it's an awful <laughs> lot of fun. So if you're out there, I'm looking forward to seeing you. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll 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 get together and maybe sit at Circle Bar and have some fun. All right, Craig. Now let's go. Let's go back to SB two briefly because your okay. governor has made it very clear his intention to dismantle the Second Amendment. The state is broke, and if I'm not mistaken, I think you're facing what sixty eight billion dollar deficit or six eight six point eight. What is the deficit there? It's massive. Six sixty eight billion dollars. Now, mind That's you, unbelievable. Last, year, last year we had an almost one hundred billion dollar surplus. That shows you. That shows you how how fast. Things have gone south in the state of California budgetarily. Well, I'm glad it's, it, I, it warms my heart to know that your tax dollars in California are going for free health care for illegals. That's that warms my heart. But that makes me feel really good. I, I don't know. How, it's OK. I, I don't know how I don't know how <laughs> California residents put up with it. I really, truly do not. It's laughable. It's 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 laughable if it weren't so frightening. But he has made his intentions clear that he wants to dismantle your Second Amendment rights. He also put out that goofy 28th Amendment. He It's rumored, not rumored. There are photographs. He was meeting with Clinton in Mexico yesterday. What can you tell us behind the scenes? Let's do some 2024 predictions. Is it going to be Newsom on the ticket in 2024? I don't believe Biden's going to be on the ticket. I don't believe Biden's going to be on the ticket either. I think he is doing everything possible to set himself up to be the nominee. And I think they're really trying to do everything to clear the field for him. Uh, I think that's the reason why Biden isn't dropping out. I think you're going to see Joe Biden uh, basically say for quote unquote health reasons, uh, he is not going to be running for he is not going to be running for reelection. Uh, it'll be after all of the primaries. So basically what they'll do is they'll go to the convention and they'll strong arm between the super delegates that they have uh, and uh, and the, the strong arming that they will do. They will nominate someone to come out of that. And my guess is it's going to wind up being Gavin Newsom and or as I like to refer to him as Gavin Mussolini, the dictator of California. Um, folks, all you have to do, go take some time, read about what's going on in California. If that is what you want. In, 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 in where you live, then sit back on your rear end and do nothing. All right. You just, just, you just asked me, you, you answered the next question that I was going to ask. Does Newsom actually believe? And I, because I don't believe Newsom is as is fake and phony as they come, period. There, there's not an oh, yeah. honest bone in this man's body. So I, I ask this question almost rhetorically, facetiously, sarcastically, however you want to phrase it. But does Newsom actually believe that the rest of the country wants what is happening in his state? Does he not see what the rest of the country sees when we outside California look at the state? 
Well, you know, he's been pretty effective when it comes to going on mainstream media, going to on news outlets and lying about what is going on in California. He's great uh, at it. Cal- California Democrats do do they spend most of their time blaming Republicans for the problems of what's going on here in California. My only question is, look, um in most areas, in most major metropolitan areas, there is not a Republican in charge of anything from dog catcher all the way up to president of the United States. How are Republicans at fault? How can you possibly blame Republicans? And in the, in the, in the small enclaves where things are going right, where things are looking good, where people can actually have a nice neighborhood, good education, find a job, and actually afford it to live, uh, those places are run by Republicans. And so they're, they're, they're succeeding in spite of the Democratic leadership uh, here in the state of California. I, I just do not understand it. But when you control academia, when you control the mainstream media, when you control all avenues of communication, it makes it a lot easier for you to lie about what is going on. Well, you know, Newsom is one of those guys, Craig, that can, can and does and does it wildly effectively he, he he is very good at it you got to throw you know you, you gotta you gotta toss him this i mean this is a guy that will look at the camera at midnight and tell you the sun is shining and convince people that it's true i mean oh, yeah. he is well, extremely good at that and when it comes to our gun rights mm-hmm. this is one area where newsom excels above and beyond most other democrats this guy is able to sell a pitch to I guess what the, the the uninformed, the lowest common denominator, whoever buys into his stuff. Well, what he what he'll do, and he does this on a, on a myriad of issues. He'll start rattling off data and statistics that have nothing to do with what he is actually talking about. But he sounds really, really smart. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I always say just once, I would love to be in a debate with him when he does that, and I would just love to say, you know. Uh, Mr. Governor, that was a very uh, informed and articulate answer to a question no one asked. You wouldn't even get a chance to get it out. That's the problem with him. Oh, no, I would get it out. (laughs) Well, yeah, you probably would. I don't know that the media would allow You know, I would love to see that because you could hold your own against him. There's no question about it. So what is as we have as we close out this hour, Craig, Tell people what they need to know about your candidacy, the website they can go to. Ladies and gentlemen, this impacts not just you in California, the rest of the nation, because you hear what we're talking about here with Newsom and his designs on the rest of the country. Craig, tell us where we can help you, please. Uh, CraigDeluz.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-D-E-L-U-Z.com. If you want to know what kind of if you want to know what I what I stand for. Google my name. Don't just look at my website. Google my name. Look me up. Go to YouTube. Put in Craig Deleuze. Put in the Firearms Policy Coalition. I'm not just a a supporter of the Second Amendment. I have been an aggressive legislative and media advocate for the Second Amendment. And uh, and there are not many opportunities that we have to have someone – who, once again, is that aggressive an advocate of our fundamental right to keep and bear arms in elective office. So I encourage you, please, uh, as as Mark said – this is Congress. This, uh, we're going to be making laws for the for the entire United States. So please support me once again, CraigDeluz.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're paying attention. If you don't want what California has right now, you need to help him out. Regardless of where you live, this impacts all of us. Craig Deluce, thank you, man. Thank you for throwing it all out there. And I'm looking forward to bringing you back again frequently throughout the year. These are very important conversations, and we want that fresh voice from California 
to enlighten the rest of the nation. We'll do our part here. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask that you do your part. Support Craig Deleuze and other candidates that can help change this because, believe me, they're coming for you and they want your guns. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back at the top of the hour, six minutes after. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh. 